0: selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. You know, (laughs) okay, it's actually just so funny because what I love about Shopify is no matter how huge and massive you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control. Yes, daddy and take your business to the next level because we're business women sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at shopify.com slash book club that's shopify.com slash book club all lowercase. case shopify.com slash book club
1: when you buy kroger brand products you feel like you're winning that's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices in fact
0: Celebrity book, club. Celebrity book Club. Mate, pass me a stella.
2: Oh fuck. We only have like four left. We're gonna have to go to pub later.
0: Okay, don't have to ask me twice. Of course we're going to pub later. <laughs> have you heard that new um Sarah Vaughan remix? With Fat Boy Slim. They were just playing at Radio One.
2: Oh my god, with with Julie Tiger hosting. Yeah. Yeah. I it's want to make so, shit like that,
0: you know. I want to make shit that like I mean, fucking your voice moves is so people. Beautiful. Oh, stop it, Jules.
2: You're like an icon, like no one is like you at like school, at I- uni,
0: mate. No, Ugh, you're always taking the piss. Wait, fuck. You have
2: cigarettes?
0: Oh fuck! Wait, let me rummage through my hobo bag.
2: I want like a new leather satchel hobo bag with like flowers printed on it, and like, maybe we go like vintage shopping oh, in like flats. East Finchley.
0: East Finchley. I want new flats. For a new flat.
2: Yeah. Ah, yes. New, new flats, flats for a new, new flat. Okay, we like both need like a proper couch, like yes. a proper adult
0: couch. No, 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 We
2: should like borrow like Mitch's car and go to Ikea. Alright,
0: okay, let's just nick the keys. Oh, we're
2: going to nick the keys and go to Ikea. Go
0: okay, IKEA. We can like uh, nick the couch. Fr- nick a couch <laughs> no, from IKEA. Ikea, proper adult. <laughs> oh, fuck. I just spilled Stella on of HAVC. What the fuck,
2: Ames? Sorry. Oh. Ames, are you fucking serious? I just got this. I'm
0: such a dumb slag. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Oh, my
2: God. You're so stuffy We've only even had like 6.5 litres of stella so far. <gasps> All
0: right, let's go to Harrods and just nick some high fives.
2: You're fucking crazy, Ames.
0: I'm a mad bird. Get used to it. <laughs> That knocking at the door It's all your friends, you filthy whore Your husband's gone and we've got books And a bottle of wine to kill It's Hollywood, it's books It's gossip, I'm shook It's memoirs, it's martinis It's it's Studio 54 Celebrity Book Club Come read it while it's hot Celebrity Book Club Tell your secrets, we won't talk Celebrity Book Club No boys are allowed Celebrity Book Club Book club
2: Buzz me in I brought the Cuervo Hey,
0: hey best, best Slag Good to see you mate
2: Good to see you mate You're fit You're looking like preps
0: You're looking like A proper Essex Slag Mate With the trackie
2: Got my trackies Because it's like cosy But also like, I don't know what I'm going to do later You could like Dress just right. up Dress it down Like No just got my trackies on.
0: No, I mean, like your well, childy little bitch. Yeah, that's why I like you. Yeah.
2: No, that's why I like you because you're like little Miss Buckingham, you know? <laughs> With your little well, Prince Charles cardigan. Okay,
0: just because me aunt lives at Kensington Palace doesn't mean that I'm posh.
2: Oh, you're freaking posh. <laughs> I mate. found the elocution
0: lessons. <laughs> We actually have to stop talking okay, like this.
2: Yes. <laughs> no, we have to stop talking in British. But
0: it's like mad rainy out, and it's like literally no, giving it's London, li- literally
2: London. <laughs> and now, as someone who's literally been to London, like mm. it's rainy and you wear jackets, and you're like Ooh. before you didn't
0: have like this reference for rain. You were just kind of no. like mm, okay, rain, boring. <laughs> But once you've been to London, rain takes on this romance, this history. Is this
2: weather really inspiring you to be even more cold for your upcoming beach vacation? I've
0: never been more excited to go to Puerto Rico
2: because I was almost wondering, like, have you been cold enough yet for it to really feel like no yeah, it's today, so warm. today
0: felt like one of those thank God, I'm right. leaving this city because <laughs> <laughs> it was like just a little bit too cold in that way where you're like, The wind and the wetness. wetness. And you're running errands. I'm trotting off to the barber shop. Okay, what's funny? Here's a hilarious anecdote that I can share on my podcast. (laughs) So, (laughs) you know how, or maybe you don't know because you have like privilege of having like female haircut experience, but like going to the barber shop does involve this performance of masculinity. And now, even though my barber like does know that I'm gay and we're always like talking about my boyfriend I'm still like being so like
2: yo yeah going to the PR with the boy I am (laughs) I'm
0: literally being Amanda Bynes and she's the man
3: (laughs) you're
2: walking and and being like oh man can we blast some Metallica that shit is
0: dope and like he's blasting he's blasting (laughs) hip hop and being like yo so what's up son and I'm like yeah like me and my boyfriend are going to Puerto Rico this weekend (laughs) and he's like yo that's what's up like it's my favorite place to go. Like, but just so you know, it's not all inclusive. Like they're going to charge you for everything. I'm like, no, yeah, that's the shit. Like we're, go- we're-, we're going to this tiny ass island off the coast. It's like mad undiscovered. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Me and my boyfriend, and I were gonna like mad shit from the essence sale, like mad <laughs> little boy shorts and shit.
0: Yo, I got these fucking gnarly ass. <laughs> oh, two, three C <O-2-3-C laughs> tanks that just arrived from essence. You, know, you fuck with Montreal. My, my dude.
2: <laughs> well, I would say on the other end, you know, it's- I'm trapped in between because it's like oh women you're supposed to go and gossip and it's expected you know oh I have these problems
0: <laughs> well you want to gossip with your hair tricks but... <laughs> it is but before
2: that I never like knew how to gossip with like other cuttrixes but that's because I was always getting like silent group on haircuts <laughs> <laughs>
0: from a student <laughs> yeah
2: from literally a student I'm just like uh yeah I hate my boyfriend right now and they're just like what <laughs>
0: Okay. What's so funny is my stylist. Mm-hmm. He also like is being so like an ally, and was just like, "Yo, like on New Year's, I was me and my wife were supposed to meet up with our gay friends, but one of them like <laughs> the- broke his ankle or some shit." Oh, obsessed. <laughs> so, so we didn't go out, and then they were like, "Do you want to come over?" I was like, "Son, I'm not gonna go from a house to another house." <laughs>
2: Period. I was like,
0: wait, period.
2: I'm not going to go from a house to another house.
0: Like, I'm already at home.
2: (laughs) Do you want me to sit at your house? (laughs) No, I mean, that was actually me this weekend when it was storming. I was like, I'm not going from a house to another house. I knew you weren't
0: coming to that meetup (laughs) that we scheduled.
2: (laughs) House to another house?
0: Yeah. Nah, dog. No, when there was literally like 0. 0.7 inches of snow flurry. No, uh,
2: your girl was you were, in. You
0: were, you, were, you, were, you were down for the count.
2: <laughs> but I did go to Ikea, and you'll hear about that in the VIP
0: lounge. Wait, I'm shaking.
2: <laughs> Nothing that revolutionary happened. Wait, save this Save this too Because <laughs> I'll have to get a new chef. <laughs> okay, speaking of people who have dreams of going to Ikea.
0: People who uh, just want to be a grown-up and live on their own in an apartment. And
2: I will say the last true, and now you see I'm speaking in the past tense, Mm -hmm. mm, the last true jazz singer.
0: Who Tony Bennett said should be included along with Ella Fitzgerald and Nina Simone as one of the great jazz singers um, of all time.
2: Literally, like... I'm just like, yes, I love Lana, I love Lady Gaga. Whatever, but...
0: <laughs> I don't... Well, okay, I'm going to call what? you in on that. because I don't think you're such a fan of this person. And you certainly weren't when we were kids.
2: This person? Yeah. Are you kidding?
0: You, like, thought she was, like, funny and ridiculous, but you weren't no. being so, like, oh, I'm so excited for the latest live vinyl and like, going to her shows. Well, you weren't going to her shows either. No, but I'm not claiming to be.
2: Okay, but she is looking back now. I'm like, she is so amazing and oh, talented.
0: Well, and we'll get into the okay. sort of, like... Right. no, to... <laughs> like, the, the revisionist death. history that comes when someone dies.
2: Because I already... I and the lionization and the
0: canonization, it. and it's already happening. Okay. Of course, we're talking about none, none other, other than the British hunters.
2: Beehive, Stella wearing, Stella drinking. Stella
0: drinking.
2: <laughs> cocaine doing.
0: <laughs> the Pride of London, ladies and gentlemen.
2: Amy Winehouse. Amy Winehouse and her, her kind of book. In, question,
0: in quotation marks, her book. Amy Winehouse In, in Her, her words. words so this book came out August 2023 Put up by Day Street, who, as some of you may remember, is the same imprint of HarperCollins that did drop Britney the Britney book. book. So
2: it's kind of a celebrity imprint, if you will.
0: Definitely also like an imprint that's like, shall we say, monetizing women's tragedies Absolutely. of the Y2K They're era. They're like,
2: ooh, were you really popular in 2004 in A Woman?
0: And like dragged by the media.
2: And we will now look <laughs> and back on <and> that <laughs> and correct. And now we will
0: correct the record. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this book was also produced by her parents, parents, which we'll get into the ethics of that. To
0: me, this book is basically a response to the documentary that yes. came out, which does not paint, especially the father, in a good light.
2: No, it doesn't. It paints him in a pretty like dark, kind of schemey light.
0: If you haven't seen the doc, please go see it. It's a 2015... I remember sobbing in theater seeing that.
2: Sobbing. And
0: it's it's really well done. And... It does paint the dad and several other figures in her life as basically just like wanting to keep that gravy train going and just being like, you know what? We can tell that she's bulimic, like three pounds, like Doing addicted drugs. to drugs, like so chaotic, but we're going to like
2: perform, perform, make, make her perform album. in
0: Belgrade and like make her go on tour. And like even though she's falling apart and the dad like is starting to do this reality show and like she's and he being, was like, her
2: manager. The whole time. And so this whole book is basically like a coffee table book with like big quotes and like...
0: The book is like kind of a collage of sorts. It's a lot of like, you know, scans of like little notes that she wrote and like poems and lists she would make of what she wanted her apartment to look like when she was older. And a lot of fascinating ephemera that I do think helps build out a beautiful portrait of an artist we lost too soon. And
2: also... Even though I love the doc, I mean, it's a lot about her downfall and the addiction and the abuse and like...
0: No, I think the doc does a great job as someone of having watched it last night experience. Okay.
2: It's been like two years for me and I was sobbing in my home when I watched it.
0: I think the doc does a great job of showing like how good of a singer she was and these high highs, all the the talent.
2: This book is being a little more kooky and just like a lot of her like little fun lists and shopping lists. I
0: find all the little asides from the parents Screepy. to be so self-serving. Okay, I was
2: wondering, and it was like...
0: Amy arrived in the world on fourteen September, 1983. She was four days late, and we always joke that Amy was late for everything, even her own birth. It's like the most like normal-ass joke to me.
2: Okay, there's this one part where it's like, she collages thought bubbles on all of her family's heads. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and after listening to Frank and she...
0: Her first album.
2: ...writes to her dad, like, maybe I should cut down on the pizza. And then her mom, it's like, we'll worry about the heart attack later. And then the next one is, like, her getting a deal and it's a thought bubble being, like, how much is 10% of $150,000? dollars mm. mm. And so, like, yes, he is printing this, but he's also being like, Amy had such an amazing wit.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Or the part where they're like, ooh, like, we didn't know she had a boyfriend, probably for the best.
2: Yeah, they're like, she was always writing about guys that she liked or didn't like. We decided we didn't need to hear about it.
0: So early on, some of the really funny stuff happens very early. There is a (laughs) list of, Things that she wants to keep in the fridge constantly.
2: This is part is so me. Things that
0: she's going to keep in the fridge constantly. She's an adult. She's an adult. Yeah. One, vodka. (laughs) Two, Kahlua. Three, Bailey's. (laughs) Four beer. You see already the seeds of addiction. Five, this one I actually find it hard to read. Does it say baby chain? Are you on page 19? Yeah, th- no, see that?
2: that one I couldn't understand. I was like, is that like baby wipes or like blueberries? It's,
0: it's some sort of British thing. Probably. Six, strawberries. Seven, cherries because obviously- Slutty girl, cherry slutty stuff. girl. Also
2: rockabilly stuff.
0: It's rockabilly. She's in cherry tattoos. She must have like three cherry tattoos or something.
2: Right, and in this they say she has like 19 tattoos.
0: And then eight, Evian. Fab. Fab. Girls who like butter water, no.
2: Eviana's <laughs> so good. And we were just having kind of a wild discussion about bottled versus tap in our one of our large group chat.
0: Oh yeah. And we have a friend who says Who was recently a guest on an episode of this podcast. Maybe <laughs> you can guess who it is. Figure it out. Who thinks if that you drink fluoride tap, like kills your third eye or whatever?
2: Yeah. Well, it's like just not even opening the third eye. It will kill your third eye. Yeah. And so you have to get.
0: Bottled. It's just like fluoride is literally why Americans' teeth don't fall out at age 30. So I think it's good to have fluoride in the water. Oh, that's why? Yeah, mate. That's why they're putting it in the water, mate. Why
2: my teeth so busted, (laughs) mate? (laughs) (laughs) Zoom in, my British, right?
0: (laughs) Oh, Yeah, maybe you're just so spiritually British, though. I
2: mean, I think that's my Irish side. Yeah. Yeah. So... There's a big, like, plot in this book of the dad's asides being, like, and a lot of her report cards that are, like, Amy's so talented if she could only concentrate. Mm. Amy is so talented if she would only stop disrupting class. Like, you know, if only Amy, you know, could put as much concentration into her work as she was in, like, Chatting, which I felt were also like all of my report cards.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's very, every like artistic person wants to fondly remember how teachers didn't get them. That's which a real trope and... of the gifted child turned like underwhelming yeah, adult is so, like, being no like,
2: one fucking got me. It's like
0: teachers were like a pleasure to have in class. You know, that means that you were gay and you talked a lot. And...
2: I was rereading one of my report cards and I got so annoyed when I was being so like kids, right? <laughs> <laughs> Because it's just being so, like, Lily is easily distracted and like doesn't like math. And it's just kind of like, yeah, I'm nine. I, well, obviously. It's called being nine, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> like, wake up. I'd be a loser if I did. <laughs> um, anyway. Okay. This is just told things so good. I may be a little eccentric and loud, weird, but that's because not many really people know me. Most people don't know me. They're just happy to think I'm the nut of the class. Okay, let me skip ahead. Sometimes I think if there's there's someone some guy out there who's as crazy as me who loves the beatles and knows more than me about john lennon a nice guy with dark hair who has glasses to read and is a real indie kid and she says real
0: underline
2: piercings optional scottish or irish accent preferably and why do all all underline my brother's friends fit this description yeah i'm too much young to do anything about it
0: Amen, sister. I mean, of course, we lust after the brother's friends, and they're the first characters we meet.
2: Because they're the older people that are
0: in your home. Right. Older. And yet they're not of the family.
2: So, age gaps. Let's talk about (laughs) that.
0: (laughs) And you were into your older sister's friends, I assume.
2: Yeah. I was very intrigued by them.
0: Their worldliness.
2: And the voluptuousness, kind of their confidence.
0: Yeah. We never did anything about it because you were too much of a fucking pussy. No, or
2: d- just also, like, always, like, there was also always that hope at, like, camp or something like that, that it's, like, some, like, older person come up to you and be like, hey, wait, you're cool. I'm also Everyone's dead at this it. just yeah. being so, like, a real indie kid who loves the Beatles. It's like, okay, you're literally in England, so it's not right. just like everyone.
0: <laughs> I think maybe she's saying that so many kids now are like, you know, they don't have the sense of history, and so they're into mm. the Libertines and the Baby Shambles and all the other new bands that are popping up, and maybe they're into Grime, which I don't know if that was happening yet. But Libertines like, was like... They were contemporaries with Amy. Yeah, but and not-
2: they were like lovers, Pete Doherty and... I hey, mean
0: Briefly maybe Briefly
2: I read on the wiki They were briefly But well, like the collab- You
0: know We were all It was Camden mate Like everyone was sort of Noshing in each other's Right mobs. like Is
2: it like Oasis More indie than the Beatles Or is she being well, like I More think, the past
0: like- I think she's being A more the past But B she's more like I'm so indie That I'm actually more in the, Into the musicianship Of the Beatles mm. And their song construction And their like Inventiveness And like Oasis Is just fucking Stadium rock
2: I don't think she thinks Oasis is stadium rock.
0: Mm. Mm. Well, there's also a funny <laughs> clip in the doc where she's winning some British award and the presenter goes, and now someone who's a lot more rock and roll than Liam Gallagher,
2: what? Amy Winehouse. Yeah, she's probably like the dad rock, like it's past, not like stadium, but like, oh, they're like dads, the past, it's the 90s.
0: I just think that she thinks that they're more basic and they're not as like... Clever. Cool as
2: like real 60s.
0: Yeah, because she's into the real 60s and like she's into like the incredible talent and like, you know, improvisation skills jazz required for a jazz singer. You have to be very like virtuoso to she do write, that.
2: She writes this whole, just also like me, like her nan listened to Sinatra and that's why her first album was called Frank. And she has this whole song. That's like, I rocked the style I chose because anything goes. And I always stand out in a crowd. My phrasing plays the role of Frankie's breath control. Retro fucking chick.
0: I mean, that's a gorgeous line. I mean, one thing that struck me listening to her music these past few days, Mm. reading all these old poems and lyrics is what an incredible lyricist she was, but not in the same way that I would say, like, Taylor Swift is an incredible lyricist. They're
2: both incredible, and I'm not going to allow I, you to pit women
0: against But I, I know, I'm not pit, I'm going to say it's oh. apples and oranges, because I think Amy just has this poetry and this vocabulary that's really quite, like, sometimes really dark. It's just really grown up. And the people always can say, oh, she's from another era, right? She feels like she's 50, you know, in and, and, and a 17-year-old's body, and, like, It would just been so amazing if she had lived because like (sighs) the shit that she'd be writing for herself, maybe she'd be writing shit for other pop stars now that would just be on such a more advanced level. There was a little poem in here that just kind of took my breath away. Pity and spite and pity and spite. Don't pity me, love me for my mistakes. Pity yourself before your false dreams waste away down in a hole. Sits a little old man, care for him. Wash his little crevices, and enjoy the smile on his plaintive face.
2: Mm. Isn't that she's isn't such that, an amazing? I mean, she I mean, just
0: has that image of a little man down a little hole, and you need to wash his little crevices.
2: Well, it's because she's so British. That thing is like, it's this like is, kind I mean, of creepy she's in, in this way.
0: Like sixteen when she. No, wrote that a lot or of these. You know?
2: Well, I've always thought this. I think people write their best lyrics. Young, because you're not afraid. And
0: you're less self-conscious. You're less
2: self-conscious. Everything is new. You feel things harder. Mm-hmm. So, like, a 35-year-old writing lyrics about, like, you know, a relationship. Sure, sometimes that's good. 40-year-old. But it's, like, to be 16 and writing lyrics.
0: And yet s- some of her stuff is, like, her stuff, man. Her stuff, her work, her <laughs> some poetry. Of, some of the fucking stuff, man, was, like you know, dealing with really interesting dynamics that didn't feel like just typical, like Billie Eilish's lyrics, right? It's like, she's so emo and I love yeah. her, but she's emo in like a really just like kind of
2: bedroom. normal bedroom
0: teen way. And like Amy's emo in this way where it's like, she does sound like she's a 45 year old woman, like stronger than me, which won the Ivo Coachello oh, no. <laughs> award.
2: There's a whole old <laughs> book is like, and that's when Amy won the Ivo Coachello awards <laughs> for best R&B vocalist. I mean,
0: okay, awards people love, like, slight a genre bend for awards. Like, I feel like awards really favor just, like, oh, she's, like, a 17-year-old Jewish girl, but she sings like a jazz singer from the 40s. Like, people love, like, Kendrick Lamar, because yes. it's, like, he's a rapper, but it's, like, more conscious. No, and he's not just rapping a... about, like, bling. It's just, like, <laughs> people love, like, a slight twist to a genre, and that's when the awards start coming.
2: Hollywood Foreign Press. Yeah. Hello. (laughs) No, I really was thinking about, one, obviously how sad it is that she has passed. Two, the revisionist history of like, because like thinking about Kurt Cobain, you know, and people miss him and he was a genius and blah, blah, blah. But like, would he be really annoying right now?
0: Oh my God, yeah.
2: I was like, would... I'd be as obsessed with Amy as I am now. And as you did call me out, and I think you're totally right, I feel like at the time I was like, okay, I love rehab, but I probably was like she's so cherry tattoo and, like, fake beehive. Yeah, you,
0: 100%, that's all you said. At the time, I just want everybody to know that Lily was just, like, so vicious in your dismissal of Amy Winehouse vicious? as being so cherry tattoo and just, like, so alt. And you're just like, yeah, she's just, like, a regular alt girl. And you thought that, like... She was so Beatles, and you were like, Yeah, like I'm so Dark Buster, and I'm so actual <laughs> indie bands, and like she just cares about the libertines who are just like whatever. Whatever, like, I like straight girls, okay?
2: I never just the libertines.
0: I remember one time. Well, I maybe shared this story before, but our you, friend it, Eva, yeah, I
2: was thinking of that when
0: my friend from college was visiting you in Chicago (laughs) and I was there. We were like... Living
2: together. We were living together. (laughs) Yeah. And my
0: friend from NYU was visiting me in Chicago and we were like hanging out in your cool house, like drinking PBRs and my friend was just like, man, I think like Amy Winehouse is so cool. Like she sings about what Ella Fitzgerald would sing about if she were live today and Eva, your just like really thin cunty, cool cool friend, she just goes... (laughs) I don't think Ella Fitzgerald would be singing about skull t-shirts. Just disdain, just dripping from her lips. And, like, my friend who was I being so, like, for that. such a, like, earnest fan was just so kind of, like, cowed Taken by that. It was just like, oh, like, okay. And, like, kind of tried to defend it a little bit. And she was so just like, loser, loser. Loser. Just like, oh, you're falling for her shit. <laughs>
2: I mean, obsessed.
0: So I do think that's kind of where you were more. So it's interesting no. to see you make that one eighty. And I do think that...
2: <laughs> I just think that is an amazing moment, though, in history. <laughs> because I do think... I love Amy Whitehouse, but I think it was actually talking about Billie Holiday. And I was thinking about that. <gasps> he and I did think, say Billie Holiday. And yep. I do actually think Billie Holiday would sing about Skull t-shirts because I yeah. think Billie Holiday's a lesbian and she wears rod denim. Period. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Sorry, any <laughs> objections? S- anyone? <laughs> okay, <Silence>. sold. <laughs> to the lesbian on the track <laughs> talking. <laughs> Celebrity Book Club.
2: It was that summer. That summer, I started using Cozy Earth. Cozy Earth makes elevated loungewear and amazing, luxurious, soft bedding that surpasses even the finest hotel sheets for a restful night's sleep. On your travels or at home. I love cozy earth so much that I got it as a present for my spouse and the things that happened on that bed, you wouldn't believe it. I got their joggers, and oh my god, it almost feels like you're nude, better than nude. It feels like you're swimming in the most luxurious ocean. So stay cool and comfy during long flights with Cozy Earth's temperature-regulating bamboo joggers and pullover crew, adding mm, a touch of style to your travel ensemble. Discover your next destination for ultimate comfort at Cozy Earth. Visit CozyEarth.com and use our code CBC at checkout to get 35% off. And let them know we sent you after checkout, okay?
0: Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're selling scented coffins or outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. You know, okay, it's actually just so funny because what I love about Shopify is no matter how huge and massive you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control, yes, Daddy, and take your business to the next level because we're business women. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. I'm talking Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklyn, and all your favorite DTC brands. Do you want to be a Brooklyn in business or do you want to be the sad girl selling candles on the subway? Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash book club. That's shopify.com bookclub book club, all lowercase. If you do it uppercase, it won't work. Just like your sales if you don't use Shopify. Shopify.com slash book club.
1: Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, I
0: feel like what's happening here, though, of course, is there is this, you're viewing everything that she went through and sort of this grand arc of greatness into tragedy. And so I think it's impossible not to view someone who has died tragically prematurely in like this saint-like way. And
2: she's 27 Club, especially. 27 Club.
0: So we canonize everyone in the 27 Club. And then her accomplishments on the one hand get like, you know, not that we should minimize them, but I think they're seen as even more favorably. Yes. You know, where we might see someone else, like, yeah, they won a bunch of awards because people win awards. Now we're like, oh my God, she was a once-in-a-lifetime talent. And then it's all building to this sadness. And then we start looking at everything as being this little piece of the puzzle that was always gonna end in this tragic burnout.
2: No, and I was like, it's the tragic burnout that you speak of. And it's like I think people maybe would be like looking in this book to be like. What was it? When did she start doing drugs?
0: Yeah, I I just think the mythology around it starts to become so consuming and it is hard. And I don't think the book of the doc or anything can really evade what has become the canonization and the sanctification.
2: I don't know if anyone's making her to a, a saint per se, but she's now idol. She's Marilyn. She's Marilyn. She had the Marilyn piercing. Also, if we can talk about her her style transition from getting, like, more just, like, Jewish middle school, like, girl. <laughs> she, she's so Jewish middle school so... girl. And she's, like, straightening like, her hair. And just, like, braces. Bra- <laughs> <laughs> and just, like, puffer flares.
0: <laughs> and then she, like. Lo- like,
2: normal size.
0: And then she kind of starts to be bulimic. And in the doc, did mom mention the bulimia in the, this book at all?
2: They don't talk about the bulimia in this book, which the, is crazy. Th-
0: it, it, which is so crazy because when you see all this like footage of her later, it's like yeah, you know she's on drugs, but two it's like, pounds. The thigh gap yeah. is not natural.
2: The arms are like crazy. It's like when you
0: have the thigh gap and a little bit of the paunch, and the arms are like so thin. It's like that's just sort of telltale bulimes, and it's like the parents are a little kind of pretending like it's not like there's a quote from the mom where she's like. Oh, and she told me she has this new trick where she eats a food and then she goes and, and um, whatever the British phrase for like up chucking is or something. <laughs> <laughs> she like, you know, then she ralphs it all up and, and that's her secret. And I suppose I should have given it more thought at the time. It's like, yeah, thank.
2: Parents, though, you know, they can say little comments about weight and it can. Really? And especially her
0: Jewish mom was yeah. making little comments. And maybe
2: her kind of like big dad. Her like big fat dad. Right.
0: Was projecting. <sighs> I mean, the dad is, it's like, she just, she loved her daddy. She did she love her daddy. She a tattoo daddy. that said daddy's girl. This
2: is so iconic. Her mom was just, I feel like kind of like normal, but she had her mom tattooed as a diner waitress.
0: Oh, okay, wait. So this brings us to the whole diner waitress thing. I have a whole thing. I want to talk about this. So- did you see the song
2: Waffle House girls.
0: called Dolly's, Dolly's Diner, Diner that she wrote? And she has this whole fantasy of being a waitress. So first of all, there's like a little drawing here of like a hot little like roller skate waitress with like tits. And it's very pin up and it falls into her whole like, you know, pinup aesthetic.
2: Evolution to pin up aesthetic, which is kind of like my opinion. <sighs>
0: That's the hottest thing That's a girl can do. A girl Dita Von do. is the hottest woman alive. <laughs> yeah, like period.
2: Period. Cherries, beehive, <laughs> <laughs> truckies. <laughs> so there's
0: driedo a, a girl in the little apron and like dark hair, dark lip. Hello, my name is the waffle waitress. I love waffles and need to sell them. Please buy them. And you see there that Telltale Amy humor. Oh,
2: that wicked, that wicked wicked wit.
0: There's this kind of like deadpan quality. So then I want to read, I want to read a line from Dolly's Diner. Here at Dolly's Diner, we'll let you cry. We'll let you talk about how you cheated, but never ask you why. Beneath my skates and falsies, you'll find I'm a person, too. But though I'll serve your coffee, I'll never speak like that to you. No, I'll never tell you anything. I mean,
2: the diner thing, I feel like, is anyone who is a creative wants a diner song, a diner scene in a movie. Like, there's always the dream of, like, what if I just gave it all up? And went to work at a diner. Because the diner is... Americana. It's working class. Or Britishana.
0: It's British, well, Yeah, it's
2: Britishana. It's,
0: it's working class. But and she
2: also liked America.
0: She loved America. I
2: think the Waffle House is more about her idolizing, like... Because she always, like, went to go visit her on well,
0: uncle. You know, what's interesting, so it reminds me of the Morgan Wallen song, got made a bar... Uh, Or sorry, man made made a bar with the lyrics of which are "God made the world in seven short days." He said it was good. I bet it was great. God made man. Man got lonely. He said, "Please, God, if I could only have an angel to hold in my arms." So God made a girl supposed to work of art, but he didn't make a place to go when she breaks your heart.
2: Yes, so
0: man made made a a bar, bar. and I think it's about the sacredness of the third space and Mm. where you go, and then I think. Along with that is the emotional labor of the service industry, right?
2: But also, diner is this. Black coffee, sitting all day. It's
0: indie. It's Patty Smith. And it's
2: like, one of the only places that's like not a coffee shop or like a bar you're getting based on where you can sit all day with one cup.
0: The third space that has a low barrier, a low cost. You can actually be there for two bucks. You get eight hours of time. I think what's so interesting about, if you compare it to the Morgan Wallen song, she deepens that idea of the emotional labor of the waitress by saying, you'll find I'm a person too, but I'm not gonna speak like that to you. I'm not gonna tell you anything. She's basically saying like, I'm doing this performance of femininity with the falsies and the roller skates. I am the maternal figure. I am the therapist. I am your manic pixie dream mom therapist. And yet I'm not actually gonna reveal my vulnerability to you because there isn't space for that here because this is your space to cry. And so it's like you're getting so much like pathos in this like this kind of simple idea of, oh, yeah, you go here to like cry your eyes out after you cheat on your wife. No one else is like injecting that much emotion into like these. I I just feel like we haven't seen that before in lyrics
2: before Amy
0: about this kind of particular storyline. Right. I mean, because there's plenty of songs about, oh, yeah, like, you know, crying your eyes out or break up the bar. But. This idea of the waitress herself. No, the waitress herself. As being the person. person who listens and yet cannot reveal her own You know weaknesses.
2: what it, it also is a little bit the reverse? Meet Virginia. She works like, I don't know the lyrics to Meet Virginia, but you know Meet Virginia.
0: Yes. Well, I also know Brandy, you know, she works like Whiskey that. I mean, down. there's
2: a million songs about a woman...
0: I think that's more about just like kind of having this like romantic view of a random woman who happens to be a waitress. This is about like the role of waitress in male heartbreak. Anyway, the point is, I think that there is such a depth there.
2: Can I just say one thing about the song Fuck Me Pumps? Yes. It's the song about how... There is always that girl that's so fun at the club that like gets you in at the club, talks to the guys at club, but is like now kind of like desperate. And she's kind of like, don't come to me if you're pushing 30 and like need a boyfriend. But she says this genius line of like, we need this girl, Mm. which I'm just like, thank you for talking about that. It's just like if we didn't have this type of girl, the fun girl at the club, you would be at the club talking to no one.
0: She understands social dynamics and women on such a deep level. And she played that role. She played the boisterous, quick with a joke, big laugh,
2: Huge laugh.
0: Big bottle of Jack and Coke. Because I
2: just know I'll never be like, fuck me pumps, girl.
0: You're never going to be like, like talking you're, to everyone at the club.
2: I'll like talk to everyone at the club, but only after like my wilder friend is like, let's talk to these guys.
0: Right. You're or not like, like going up to the group being like, fuck it. I'm going to go over there and say hi. <laughs> yeah. Right.
2: Anyway, she wrote lyrics like no other.
0: Yeah there's such a humanity and I think it also comes back to her Jewish middle class upbringing and the sort of diversity of greater London. Mm, and, and like
2: wanting to live in North Finchley. And live
0: in North Finchley and like being indie and like being into jazz and being into hip hop. Well, like I want to talk about her Jewish. indiness
2: because it's like, she's like indie in such a like funny different way, which is retro jazz girl. She gets punk later, but like, She's that girl, like, in class. And someone's like, what are you listening to? And she's just like, Sarah Vaughan. Yeah. And someone's like, what? And she's like, she's this amazing jazz singer from 1948. I don't
0: know. (laughs) I like the old stuff.
2: Right. And then people are like, oh, wait, this bitch is, like, retro.
0: I feel like that is an even more legit way... A legit entry point to Indie. It's a little
2: different than like being, it's between theater girl and Indie girl. It's where they collide. I think
0: partly why you had an aversion to her is because you didn't realize that her transformation into the Mark Ronson, more like 60s girl group soul influence sound was just kind of like, you know, a necessary evolution that she had to make in order to be a little bit more mainstream and that was just kind of the sound that Mark Ronson happened to like make it's like with felt her. felt
2: like she'd left us.
0: But, <laughs> <She> <laughs> but left I don't think you knew that she crew. was like so retro and so jazz and like you were just being, like, oh she's just another Joss Stone like doing the kind of neo soul <laughs> sound that's in right now but she was just being put onto that temporarily For that album.
2: No, and I think if I maybe, you know, said these things, I look, I was just like Amy. I was young and dumb, okay?
0: Yeah, you were.
2: I was like, yeah, I love Sinatra and Sarah Vaughn too, okay? But some of us like stuck to it and we didn't sell out and play on Kiss 108. But I, okay, I always loved the music. I think it was like the persona I probably saw as fake.
0: I do think Mark Ronson's production on the album is a little like whatever. It's like a little bit bland. Wow, and...
2: coming for rehab all these years later. <laughs> I
0: think they're good. I think they're great songs, and her vocals are incredible on them. But I, yeah, I, I do think the production's maybe a little bit flat.
2: What would you have done?
0: I don't think it sounds that different than CeeLo or Joss Stone.
2: I think it sounds a lot different than Joss Stone. Maybe not that different from (laughs) CeeLo, okay? Because Joss Stone, I think, was being a little more fake vinyl noise in a Kate (laughs) Hudson way, (laughs) and Rehab was cleaner. I have honestly literally zero complaints of Mark Ronson's production. Okay, I know you're... Producer of well, I sorts, literally,
0: am a producer. Year, producer, as our fans will know, they listen to my <laughs> production every episode. But I think I would have actually been a little bit more spare. I would. You have,
2: should redo the one of the best-selling albums of all time.
0: I would have eased up on some of the strings. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> I, I encourage you. It'd be a really fun project for the winter.
0: Maybe I will release my edit, <laughs> <laughs> Steven's version, back to
2: black. <laughs> okay, you know that thing when there's like new jazz singers it just something about it usually sounds just still a little like dynamic well, like you're not hearing
0: the, the pain you're not hearing yeah. it's like Amy literally was a fucking drug addict she was an alcoholic she was smoking cigarettes like these new Juilliard-ass to say, girls, they all sound Juilliard ass jazz girls they've never fucking had a beer in their life Someone it's be just like
2: hey like, Anything goes, beat up, but it's so it's
0: so clean, it's so forgive me white. It's just not.
2: No, when I went to Fifty Four Below to see the Sinatra review, which was amazing, there was one young jazz girl, and she was probably like the best. But it was just like still something a it's little kind of nasally Rehearsal, too. Of, like, yeah, it's of so rehearsal. rehearsal, not just like literally like yeah, picking up the whiskey and just fucking. And going. Amy,
0: even when. There's an amazing scene in the documentary where she's recording with Tony Bennett, and Tony Bennett is like, wait.
2: <laughs> "Okay, wait." So I was listening to Amy, and the Tony came on, and Maya just goes to me and she's like, "Wait, why like all of them? Why are they obsessed with Tony Bennett?" And it's, here's the thing: Tony Bennett is like the last of the greats. Right. Can I say something controversial?
0: Not, I, I know what you're going to say. It's not controversial to me. <laughs>
2: okay. He is not my favorite and has never been of the <laughs> Every, Sinatras and the what, Dean me, Martins. Was and he, Sammy was he Davis. like
0: so good in like the 40s or something?
2: He was more like 60s.
0: But whenever I He I've also heard, to
2: me is a little Juilliard.
0: To me, I'm just like, you can barely call it singing. I'm just like, when Tony minutes, just like, fly me to the moon.
2: Well, you're also hearing. His, and like, let
0: me play. Among the stars. And you're kind of like, babe, this is talking. We're just talking right now. I
2: mean, that was also when he was like in 95 and all these chicas were (laughs) like dragging him out of the coffin because they were like, I need my Tony Bennett to (laughs) act. No,
0: I mean, Gaga was doing elder abuse for a good decade with him.
2: And the Gaga, Tony Bennett thing. I
0: always
2: (laughs) felt a little sad because it was like, I feel like he loved Amy, and I'm sure he loved Gaga, but it was a little bit like after Amy died. Does he know where he is? He was like, "Amy, <laughs> no, <laughs> you dyed your hair."
0: <laughs> <laughs> he definitely thought Lady Gaga was Amy Winehouse.
2: <laughs> your voice has changed a little.
0: Are you talking about musical theater, Lady Gaga's Yeah,
2: theater. like I'll take a, you know, Bobby Darin, Frankie Lane.
0: But what she's doing, I mean, the way she's thinking, she's so crazy, Amy White. It's like these other girls aren't crazy like her. No. Every word she says is different, and you don't know where she's gonna go with those <laughs> syllables.
2: <laughs> she's like, ah,
0: yeah, blah, blah. and you're like, damn, girl, like you're all over the place, and yet hitting the note, still finding the no, So much power. She was a contralto. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you know that.
2: (laughs) As a producer, I only work with contraltos.
0: (laughs) Which, frankly, I don't know what that means. But she wasn't doing, like, falsetto so much. She had a big, boomy...
2: Right, and I'm just like, I'm trying to think. I'm like, there's not... No one has come like her.
0: And there won't be, because... Fucking, as we know, Zoomers are fucking afraid of drugs and alcohol and they're all on their phones and they're never going to find that pain to sing about anymore.
2: But British people are different. I think. they're No, British people are <laughs> yeah, doing, they're yeah. all
0: doing like whippets at age two. Yeah, so. so we could find another British, yeah, British like middle Scott-ish class Jim pensioner's daughter Center. in Finchley to I wow want, us. I want
2: to read the list of her ambitions. One, open Dolly's diner. To be photographed by David LaChapelle. Three, to do a movie where I look ugly. No, so iconic. That is so
0: genius. Yeah. That is truly the mark of fame.
2: Yeah, it's like... Playing ugly in
0: a movie, period.
2: To act with Michael Madsen. To be a good friend of Sarah Jessica Parker, Stella McCartney, and Eddie Izzard.
0: <laughs> to fuck Huey. Okay, what's so Who funny about Huey? that is that's such like fag cag behavior.
2: Right, just be like, I want to be friends with SGP and then be like, fuck Huey, just guy.
0: But, like, she kind of wasn't a fag hag.
2: I think she had gays, but I feel like the media, honestly, like, didn't let us see them because they were obsessed <laughs> with, like, her marriage with, like, Blake Fielder-Civil. Right,
0: like, and all her just, like, and naughty Pete, And be like, did
2: she fuck Pete Doty? We don't know.
1: Yeah.
2: To collaborate with Missy Elliott and Timbaland. <laughs> to have a shoe collection and over 300 pairs of shoes. To have Marilyn hair. To meet Liz Taylor and Paul Newman. Wasn't Paul Newman, like, already dead? Maybe he wasn't yet?
0: We'll pull up the timeline on that, I'm not sure. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Anyway, I'm sure she's with Marilyn, like, doing lines in the afterlife. To avoid surgery. Obsessed. (laughs) To have people look up to me. To buy a house in South Beach. To make a movie with Steve Buscemi in it, which is also being so I want to look ugly in a movie.
0: That's also so you. It's like she just was you and that's why you were upset. Because like you were Cherry's girl and you literally just were like the most normal indie seatbelt belt. belt. And you're just like so (laughs) mad at Amy Winehouse, even though you were being like, yeah, you guys, I think Steve Buscemi is like the coolest fucking actor.
2: The way she is me where it's like, what did I want in my fridge? Vodka at age 12 what did I disrupt class with my talking what did I want to do <laughs> redecorate my room like and I made so many lists like
0: her where I was just like and you were also so journal covered in like collages collo- she was collaging from like heat magazine with yeah. just like pics of random so British me guys. and all
2: my lists were just being like get a job fuck this girl I'm 14 just like rent more movies like <laughs> buy blazers buy a
0: shelf for my <laughs> DVD <laughs> collection <laughs>
3: a story of California corruption on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: What does she eat?
2: What does she wear?
0: How does she live, mate? I right, what she eat? Not much.
2: Literally not much. And she says her dad calls around. and he's like, she had like horrid cooking,
0: like terrible, terrible cooking. She's got a recipe for like, a pie in here or something. Yeah, she was, and like, she's terrible. like
2: freaking like burning it.
0: Yeah, I mean she's like pizza. She's getting takeaway. Like, it's like takeaway, like fish curry and, chips and fish curry, and, chips and, 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 and... and
2: like spice bag. Wait, spice bag. Do you know what that is?
0: Oh, it's that a British thing? I, mean, I it think does it's sound a, very British. it's
2: British or like Irish, but it's like takeaway. And it's like fried rice, it's like fish and chips, it's like kebab, and then you put like curry sauce on it, and it's like spice bag.
0: Okay, and it's just in a bag?
2: It's in a box, but it's called like spice bag.
0: I mean, I feel like all British food is eaten at four in the morning when you're wasted, because that's what what they always are. No, the best
2: meal I had in England was when I had like a like kebab wrap roll After our show at 4 a.m. takeaway.
0: Might remember you eating that takeaway. Yeah, I bet you do.
2: (laughs) I like I feel like we literally, in England, I remember I was like, I have not eaten. Yeah. Like, except for that. No, I mean, it's so
0: easy when you're in go, go, go London to like literally not (laughs) eat. You're not
2: eating. And then you're like, fuck, I (laughs) didn't take away. I've
0: Um, been in Arad's for six hours.
2: (laughs) Nicking high fives.
0: And she's having like seven Jack and Cokes. Seven
2: Jack and Cokes. I mean, I'll say it again. Pass me the Stella and fries. Yeah. Stella and fries. It's she just likes like it all. Yeah. It's like be at the pub. But I feel like she is so with Horowitz are probably like made something random and it's like burning up her flat.
0: Yeah. She like did what <laughs> stir fry once.
2: <laughs> How does she live? I feel like we have to read this stuff she wants to get for her teen room. Make my bureau into a homework area. Get a new TV. She... Has a thousand lists in this book, and it's always get a new TV. (laughs) And I'm like, is this the same thing? Are you upgrading? Clean my room and put away drapes on new curtains. Some shelves. Finish painting my room. Get rid of my bookcase or put it somewhere else. My new room layout. And she's bed against the wall. Rug, bookcase. She has an
0: actual floor plan that she drew. Yeah yeah, so the bed is against the wall, which is ultimately very like
2: dorm. I mean, this is her teen, I guess it's
0: teen room, but it's also like girl who doesn't eat, I feel like, is bed against the wall,
2: yeah. In the horrible lesbian romance renovation romance, they renovate a room to have a bed against the wall. And I
0: screamed, <sighs> I mean, listen, if it's a guest room and it's a day bed, fine,
2: a day bed, but not like a hotel room, no. When she was richer, I still feel like she was being. so, She was so, absolutely like,
0: still the messiest girl on earth, and there's just crack pipes everywhere, and she's and like in broken smaller.
2: bottles, and <laughs> like, oh, bottles. Oh, so she and, had like thirteen cats, and, so and it's there's like, like so
0: f- many clothes and hangers and like things to return to like Marks and Spencer, <laughs> and like it's an absolute fucking mess. Okay. I mean, girls like that, we've talked about this, like, you know, talked about Lana Del Rey, like girls like that are already insanely messy bedroom girls, even if they're not like full-ass crack addicts. Like they're <laughs> right. already being so like there's earrings in the ashtray and there's like gum like in the underwear and like there's like so much like Agent Provocateur that's like
2: She's like move it fly. With like
0: still tags on <laughs> That are just like With takeaway Like on top of the tags It's like those girls Are already like that And then add in Just like full crack drugs, And heroin yeah. addiction And honey it's messy <laughs>
2: No it's messy But I guess there's a TV in there And the TV I think Is like always on
0: Okay what does she wear I would like to <laughs> Yeah <laughs> please read the list our attention To a list of summer shoes That she <laughs> wants to buy Two pairs Black ballet shoe In canvas 24 quid A tropical brown leather wedge.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So it's like tropical pattern.
0: Okay, it says tropical slash brown leather wedge. I think maybe she means that a wedge, like a woven wedge, is just by definition tropical. It's true. And then like the actual like fabric that's going around the foot is brown leather. Or she means (laughs) the fabric could be like a floral print. That's what
2: I was picturing.
0: And there is no brown leather. But I guess the
2: wedge is kind of tropical in nature and you will be wearing that. Okay,
0: did you clock that she went to Cyprus on vacation with her parents?
2: Okay, somehow I missed that. They were like,
0: here's a picture of us in Cyprus, which is so like Jewish middle class pensioner. Because Cyprus is still such a, just (laughs) (laughs) like. You're not going to (laughs) Greece. You're going to Cyprus because you're random as hell. Okay, flat brown loafery shoes. Which is A, so now, and so just, like, whatever. Except for like,
2: now, loafers are out and ballet flats are in, so she's actually being...
0: Oh, because Prada is trying to be so, like... People just keep 2000s. on
2: saying ballet flats are in, but I haven't seen it yet.
0: I haven't seen a single flat no, walking around I've seen town. a
2: lot of lists that say flats are in.
0: And I don't even think I saw, like, at a recent sort of, like, dime-square party where all the girls were, like, being so, like, we're wearing kind of Y2K <laughs> fucked-up outfits of, like, the tiniest skirt you've ever seen in a huge belt I didn't even see any flats Not at a flat that party, in sight. Okay. and it was being more low. Well, lo-fer. girls, girls, if you're into flats, now's the time. Okay, see put your money where your mouth is. <laughs> and then white canvas ballet pump.
2: Canvas ballet pump
0: is mm-hmm. kind of crazy. Kind of crazy. Canvas but, pump.
2: But I guess that's like
0: so Marilyn because it's kind of like virginal.
2: But you'd think it'd be more like shiny. It's also a
0: little it's actually just more resort. And this is why again she's so she's middle so class Cyprus- pensioner Cypress is it's like she's wearing these canvas pumps. And she got really into St. Lucia like later oh, in yeah. life. Oh, Yeah,
2: and she's like, Oh, I really want to go to St. Lucia. And we're me and Blake are going to St. Lucia. And
0: she was on St. Lucia for six months with her dad, drinking all right drink, drink, Drinking. Yeah. But not doing heroin.
2: No, an alcohol. But
0: that's the weird thing is she alcohol killed her.
2: Well, I feel like she had that thing where it was like, if you have one more sip,
0: yeah, you'll. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, "All right, well, okay, then I'm gonna we have go. one more sip." <laughs>
2: I feel like it's the body as a doctor is like so fucked up from the heroin. And no. then that one last yeah. sip.
0: No, I mean, like, listen, the liver can bounce back, but it also like cannot if you like, kind of beat it up too much. Yeah. And then you really got to take it easy for a minute.
2: And that's why we're...
0: We're so proud to partner <laughs> with...
2: <laughs> with Athletic Brewing Light. Half <laughs> off now at Code Amy Winehouse Celebrity Booklet. I like
0: to mix my non-alcoholic Athletic Brewing with a little bit of Faccia Bruto Amaro <laughs> for damn January. <laughs> <laughs> okay, who are you in the book?
2: Okay, I mean, you're...
0: You are Amy, but you're, you're also, also not.
2: Yeah, you're Amy, but also not.
0: You're also, like, the girls making fun of her, like, Not school. in school,
2: no. I would have been desperate to be friends with her. Actually, I think you would have thought she was so cool. Yeah. I've been, been a like Massive let's, crush on him Amy. And I've been like Let's listen to records Yeah Do you want to come to my house Because to- like I'm Amy As we said Like lists, collages,
0: badass, retro You're more lists than collage though I'm not as collage No You're, you're more Amy
2: Yeah For and, sure
0: And you're more indie than me And everyone knows they, this And everyone
2: knows that But and again I'm You called me out I came in here being like I'm the biggest Amy Whitehouse fan and, and You're Amy in the sense that You're just like Fuck Huey
0: and I'm like And you're
2: being like, Why are my brother's f- mates mate so fit? So and I am just being like, wait, I
0: want a guy who with like glasses and a Scottish accent. And
2: you're like, wait, but why? Like won't my brother's friend's like, Like me, I'm too young. Why?
0: <laughs> I'm secretly like trying to find ways to like make my boyfriend's eyesight worse, so he has to wear glasses.
2: <laughs> you're also just like a girl working at marks and spencer, like helping her shop. Shop for but, tropical yeah, wedges.
0: Yeah. All right, so I don't know how I give this book. I love Amy Winehouse. I love that doc about her. I don't know. This I love b-
2: the doc way more than this book. The dad notes- I don't love
0: that this book is, like, so clearly trying to rehabilitate the reputation of the parents. It's
2: also really this in this home goods way with the big quotes.
0: Yeah, the big quotes. And those quotes are just from, like, interviews with her. Like, it'll intersperse with the kind of cool scans of the notes and drawings. Like, we'll just be these, yeah, more home goods coded like, Handwriting quotes of just her, being like, yeah.
2: It's like her notes and lyrics. When it comes to
0: fashion, I'm a bit. <laughs> 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 you know, what's attractive on a girl? A girl being herself. Don't be one of the crowd, and that's so true. It's like so. Just like you could see that quote like on a makeup bag,
2: right? Being sold like discount at TJ Maxx. Yeah,
0: it's a cash
2: grab. It is. I gotta kind of give this coffee tale book a two point five crack pipes. <laughs> <out of> five. <laughs> Because it's really fun and like cool to read her like lyrics and they're beautiful and her notes and her silly little drawings and her serious drawings. But like the dad's asides being like Amy loved daddy and mommy and that's why she got tattoos. And I think it it
0: would have been interesting to have, you know, more ephemera in here, like not just these little notes, but like maybe there could be other stuff like I want to see the receipt from like the
2: Tropical Wedges.
0: From the wedges. I want a receipt of her and Blake like having Stellas at the pub on the night that they got like married and then they like did Cut each other. Cut each or other or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Just so like I,
2: like the doc that shows you kind of more everything versus this.
0: I give this also two point five rolls of tin foil, if you know you know. We're
2: so bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we don't know.
0: <laughs> but Amy. We love you. We love you. We miss you.
2: We miss you. Come back to Earth.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait. Can I ask one question Totally, now? yeah. Was there something in the beehive to hold it up, or was it just her hair?
2: No, I think you do need something in the beehive to hold it up.
0: There is some sort of, like, an object in there that's being wrapped or, around.
2: Or it's, like, wrapped around in lots of, like, clips holding it up.
0: I mean, there's definitely a clip in there, but it just looks... The volume just seems know, too large insane. to just be pure hair.
2: Like, is there a cone?
0: That's what I'm <sighs> wondering. But then I'm like, you feel like people would have talked about that more. So, sound off if you're a hairdresser. If you, yeah,
2: or if you've ever done a beehive.
0: Yeah. All right, best. Best. Mate, like, this podcast was actually produced by this right bird, Christina Everett, mate. We met her in Shoreditch.
2: Oh my god, that reminds me. It's also supervised produced by Abu Safar, who we met in Camden.
0: Right, mate. Yeah. No, that mate. And we like
2: he played like drums, yeah. right?
0: And he was like knackered off his board, yeah. mate. He was completely pissed. Was and then um, this
2: really fit bird Dobby Masters Dobby produced it. Yeah, she she's had, doing
0: production, mate, at Isla Isle Yeah, she's got a little shop out there. It's like proper calm and shit.
2: She's doing the Billy Eilish record, actually. I oh. that's what she's up to. Yeah, oh, she's mate. producing Good that next. Yeah, her, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The music though, Steam Phillips Horse. I think that this was his only song. He, like, retired. He lives, like, in Wales Yeah, it's now. all gonna like, One
0: Hit Wonder, mate. I heard he yeah. does, he like, a radio show out of Chelsea, I think. Oh,
2: okay, cool, yeah.
0: cool. What else, mate? Well,
2: Teddy Blanks did the artwork. Oh, Teddy Blanks, mate. Yeah, right, fucking Tate Modern ass. Proper,
0: proper, proper. He needs a solo show, mate. Yeah, he
2: does. Yeah. Oh, right, mate, this podcast, Conce- originally, prologue project. Yeah, they did the conception yeah. stuff, mate.
0: Kind of birth vibes, and then there was, um... right. Wax Studios,
2: Wax Studios, um... Oh yeah, Abbey Road. Abbey Road, man. Yes, it
0: was recorded at Abbey Road and mixed at Electric Lady. That's it.
2: That's it, mate. Sort off.
0: Sort off.
1: Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends.